views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Live More Radio with host Allie Katz. Join Allie as she introduces new ways to bring balance to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques. Stress less, live more, so you can live your truly authentic life. Hey, everybody. Super, super welcome. It is so great to be connecting with all of you. I just love this radio series we're doing with Alley Cats, right? Alley Cats Live More Radio. I love this. Stress less, live more. And today you're going to hear Ali share about a topic that is, I think, one of the most misunderstood and misrepresented topics that we have in the world of human potential. Uh, For many of us, you know, we've gone through life with this whole idea that taking care of ourselves is something that we put on the back burner. Now, I don't I don't really want to call this out for being all about women, but I can't really speak for the men. I will, though, speak for those of us that have grown up in families where, you know, taking care of ourselves was never really the number one thing. There were other people we had to take care of, for other people we had to take care of. For example, in my case, my brother is 10 years younger than me. And so there you go with that. And I'm 12 years younger than my sister. And so, you know, how do we learn what self-love is all about and what self-care is all about? Because sometimes we step into the world and we're not really sure what our divine birthright is around these. But this is why we get to bring Allie on. And today, later on in the show, we're going to have a magnificent meditation for you at the end of the show, as Allie always does. You know, she is living her purpose. She shares her love of meditation. And there's a really good reason why um, she shares this love for uh, for meditation in so many ways. But, you know, here's the thing. It's one thing to share your love for something like this, but it's another thing to be in that space of love as you step forth and help people achieve less stress in their lives, less anxiety, more patience, better sleep, be more present. And, you know, why is being more present so important? Well, if our goal is to become more conscious and more aware, if we are not present in the moment that we're taking that breath, then there is no way that a new level of awareness can be shown to us. And so today, I am so thrilled we are doing this show. And here's what it is, everybody. You ready? Self-love and self-care. We want to congratulate. Just got to congratulate Allie, though. Just have to congratulate her about her fabulous book, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom, 40 Ways to Bring Balance, Joy, and Happiness into You Every Day. And you can find out more about this. We'll tell you how to do that in a minute. But beyond all of that, you know, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to plug in to what Allie is all about and make sure that you're getting Allie's inspirational tips 
that are going to come to your inbox every week. Why? Because if you're like me, we get caught up in the busyness that isn't about self-care and self-love. And we forget to breathe. You can go to livemoreradio.com if you want. But today, we are taking the shackles off of self-love and self-care. Allie, good to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to be here to talk about this really, really important topic. Um, Because I truly believe that in order to be the best parent, spouse, partner, friend, child, employee, employer, anything that we need to be in our life, we first have to be the best version of ourselves. And we have to get to know ourselves on an intimate level and truly love who we are. And we do this by spending time with ourselves. So when we're the best version of ourselves, we can be a better everything else. And that's really what self-love and self-care is about, getting to know yourself, getting to honor yourself, and getting to love yourself. Well, you know, part of this is, I mean, what did you think of my little story that I shared at the top about the fact that, you know, self-love, self-care, growing up in a family where I got to tell you, you know, that really, that I don't think that is something that we spend time learning growing up. I don't really think it's a developmental skill we have. And of course, you know, I'm generalizing to a large population, um, but I really do believe that self-care is something that is foreign to a lot of people. What's been your experience? I totally agree. And, you know, I think that we're often um, kind of programmed to fill every moment that we have with something. So if you have five free minutes, you are going to pick up a book or turn on the TV or look at Facebook or call a friend. You're never going to just sit and breathe unless you learn how to do that and make practicing that a priority. So sometimes when we like start learning to meditate and we sit in meditation the first couple of times, that might be the first couple of times we've ever really been quiet and alone with ourselves. So, you know, we have to practice this, practice caring for ourselves and getting to know ourselves. It doesn't come naturally to a lot of people, especially in this age of technology and and so many things going on. We need to almost create a new normal and learn how to focus on one thing at a time and focus on ourselves. Well, I love what you're talking about. Now, let's talk about the major confusion we have around this topic. Um, self-love and self-care. And, you know, these two, I think, are, are I believe, they're two of the more uh, ambiguous phrases we have in our culture here. Now, there are cultures around the world where that's not the case. You know, there are cultures across the world where self-love is really taken to a whole new level. But here, when you hear people say, oh, you know, you got to love yourself, you know, most of the people in the room will roll their eyes. And then if you jump to self-care, you know, people go to the places, oh, well, you take care of yourself. You do this, you do that, you do the other thing. So I think we have these misguided, preconceived notions about what each of these means or does not mean. I would hope you're going to clear this up for us here. I will. You know, let me talk about self-love first. I really equate it to dating, and I love this analogy. So when you meet someone on a date, 
you don't know them, you've never spent time with them, but you want to, and you want to see what they're really like. This is kind of what happens with ourselves. We start sitting in stillness and meditation, really getting to know ourselves. It's kind of like the first date. We're meeting ourselves for the first time, then we're deciding, hey, we kind of like ourselves, let's get a little more serious. And then we fall in love. And then we create this long-lasting relationship with our inner self, with our soul that we have forever. But we really kind of have to start from zero because we we haven't been brought up to really spend time with ourselves, getting to know ourselves. So for me, self-love is all about acceptance. It doesn't come naturally as adults to honor and accept ourselves. We have that ego voice inside, that voice of judgment, that voice that tells us we aren't good enough, we're not thin enough, we're not rich enough, and we need to tell the ego goodbye. We need to tell it that it's not invited into our day, it's not invited into our life, so we can start letting go of that judgment and that insecurity and getting to know ourselves and love the real you, the real us, the, what's looking out of your eyes. That's, that's what we're trying to get to. The soul level, what's the underneath soul level. the exterior, what's underneath needing approval from outside sources. You know, how many likes you have on Facebook, on your post, that doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with self-love. It's kind of the opposite of that. It's not caring because you love yourself and feel so comfortable with yourself. It doesn't matter. And, you know, part of this is really taking a look at really the extreme, Allie, right, that we have gone and we have gone to an extreme. So let's talk about the extreme for a minute, because I know we've got a lot of things to talk about, In you know, even in where do we go? How do we improve? What do we do? But let's talk about sort of the extreme that we have now growing. And some one of my friends would actually say it's an epidemic level. And that is, you know, exactly what you said. We're so involved with what other people think. You know, when I was growing up, you never knew half the time what somebody was thinking about you, right? right. You know, there wasn't like, uh, oh, wait, I don't have my Facebook page. And wait a minute, you're not going to like Twitter me about whatever you think I'm wearing or not wearing. You know, there were generations of generations of generations that grew up not having to be concerned about every minute of every day somebody was looking at you and had something to say about you. I, I mean, agree. It's a blessing yeah. and a curse. It's a blessing because we have uh, this credible way to connect with people, but it's a curse because it makes people feel insecure and that whole FOMO, fear of missing out. Well, if you don't know what people are doing, you have no fear of missing out of it. But since everyone is posting on Instagram and Facebook and you know where they are and what friends they're with, the people that aren't there can feel insecure and left out. So it's getting to a place where you're confident enough and secure enough to know it's not you, it's not personal. It's just everybody can't be invited to everything all the time. And you have a level of comfort with yourself that it doesn't matter. Wow. So, okay, here's what I'm going to say. You're going to love this. I I know you didn't know this was coming. Hot mess to Mindful Mom. Did you know for the first time in the history of radio and media, there is a study completely dedicated to moms and what the findings say is that we now have a new group of people that plugged in. 92% of all moms in America own smartphones. This is the study. 92%. 92%. And out of that 92, 73% are plugging that phone into their cars. They're taking it with them. And they are social media maidens. Now, 
What do you think about that? You think maybe we should get him a copy of your book? Well, I think it's all about boundaries. I think social, yeah. listen, I'm on social media. I love, Me too. I love it, but I try to have boundaries with it where, you know, I'm not on the phone posting on Facebook when I'm with my kids, when I'm with my kids, I'm really with my kids. So I try to limit the amount of time. I have boundaries of what time it goes off at night. I think it's important to allow yourself to enjoy social media, but I just think you need to have boundaries and boundaries as part of self-care because self-care is all about balance. So where self-love is about acceptance, self-care is all about balance. So think about the balance of how much time you're spending on social media versus how much you're really interacting with people that are right in front of you because you don't want to miss out on that. That's the good stuff. Well, you know, we're we're going to talk more about this because this is this is really one of those conversations that awareness really is the first step to this, isn't it? Because oh, we're yeah. not aware of our current state. Uh, then we're not going to be able to get to the next part. But I want to ask you this question before we kind of you know go to break. I want to ask you the question about do we actually believe, Allie, do we actually believe that we have the right to self-love and more importantly, the right to self-care? That's an interesting one. You know, everyone has the right to that. Everyone deserves that. Everyone should honor their self in that way. It's all about practicing Mm -hmm. and having a plan. And what I always tell people to do is, you know, you're, is figure out what works for you in terms of self-care. When you feel stressed, when you feel overwhelmed, when life is kind of getting you, I always say create a trigger plan. What works for you? The three best ways for your body to deal with stress is sleep, exercise, and meditation. You can always try one of those things. But some people like taking a warm bath or having a hot mug of tea or heading for a relaxing pedicure or spa treatment or taking a walk in nature or connecting with a friend. So it's eating healthy makes people feel better. It's all about what works for you and and setting yourself up for success. You know, we clean our house regularly. We clean the dust out. Meditation cleans you out from the inside out, gets rid of that stress. That should be a very big part of our self-care routine every day, even just five minutes a day. And you're caring for yourself at a whole nother level. I love it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to really dive into this conversation about self-love and self-care because you're listening to Live More Radio. Allie Katz joining me here today. And you know what you get to do? Stress less and live more. When we come back, we're going to take a look at self-love, self-care, what, where are we with this in the conversation? You know, where is there room for us to grow around this? What are the steps that we can take to literally cultivate this in our lives? What are the challenges that we have to overcome to get there? And then later on in the show, we're going to do special, special meditation with Allie. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. 
These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, I am so thrilled to have Allie joining us here today. Live More Radio with Allie Katz. Stress less, li- stress less, live more. Um, Allie, before we jump back into the conversation, um, you have a couple of things that I'd love for you to share. Talk a little bit about the book as well as the newsletter and what you offer to folks. Awesome. I would love to. So I have a best-selling book on Amazon right now, as you mentioned, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom, and it offers 40 ways to bring balance, joy, and happiness into your everyday. It's full of self-care and self-love tools. That is basically the premise of the whole book. So this is the perfect episode to really be highlighting it. Um, There are so many useful and practical and fun things to bring into your life in this book. So I'm really hoping that everyone grabs a copy on Amazon. And you can also sign up for my weekly inspirational newsletter at livemoreradio.com. When you do, you also get automatically my favorite number one life-changing mindfulness tool when you sign up for my newsletter. And every Monday, I have a Mindful Monday newsletter that comes out full of tips and inspiration and fun stories and awesome videos with lots of cool things, lots of cool topics. Every week is different. And um, I hope even if you, if you get on, there'll be, you know, something cool coming. I have lots of great things I share. So I love, love the newsletter. I love it. And, you know, more importantly, some of the things we're talking about today, Allie addresses. And so this is really why this conversation goes beyond a chit chat on the radio. It really is, you know, this place where you get to step into where you can learn some tools. You can take things. And as as Allie says, you know, even for a few minutes a day, you know, a few minutes a day, you can start to be quiet, be alone, appreciate that time and step into the arena of self-love and self-care. And that's what we're talking about today on the show. Um, Allie, you know, what is it that you have discovered? I know you work with people all over the globe. And there are many, many things that you've seen in how people initially show up to work with you. And then what changes? What have you discovered, you know, is going on for folks? What are some of the things that get in the way? And what are some of the ways that we can make that shift, change, and improve? Okay, well, there's two main things that I see across the board with women and men, too, that I talk to all the time, even in my sessions, but also out and about in everyday life. One is accepting compliments, okay? People... I'm like on a one woman mission to teach people how to accept a compliment. So when someone gives you a compliment, the appropriate reaction is thank you. 
they feel good when you feel good. They're trying to make you feel good. So if someone says to you, I like your shirt, and you say, thank you, then everyone feels amazing. If someone says, I like your shirt, and you say, oh, this old thing, oh, it's been in the back of my closet for 10 years. I don't even think it looks good on me. I mean, then it's like energy plummet, you know, for you, for the person that gave the compliment. It just doesn't make anyone feel good. All you need to say is thank you. Everyone is worthy of compliments. Give compliments freely. I consider them a random act of kindness. Um, Learn to accept a compliment. Practice it. You may feel weird at first, but it's amazing what it can do for you and the other person. And you'll notice now with this new level of awareness after listening to this conversation, when you give someone a compliment, notice what they say. Do they say thank you or do they make up a reason why it's not true? It's very Mm. interesting once you have awareness about that. And another thing that is so major right now is conscious language. This is a really, really big one. The words we use when we speak have a direct impact a direct impact on the vibration we live at. We are basically manifesting all the time and telling the universe what we want, both good and bad. So I want you to think about how these words make you feel. Tell me how these words make you feel. Should, shouldn't, can't, don't have time, everyone else, so stressed. I mean, depressing, right? How does that, what's your energy level like after you hear that? I just zoned out like right there for a minute. I I I just, I literally, I I mean, I have to tell you, I just literally just zoned out for a nanosecond right there and had to pull myself back. Yeah. It's like totally like ruins your vibe. And (laughs) these words are like so low energy. So we need to turn that language around to be more positive and use more positive phrases. Here's an example. If you look at your to-do list and you think, there is no way I'm going to get this done. I am so busy. This is so long. This day is going to be horrible. Those are the days that every light turns red. The people in the stores don't help you. You get stuck behind the train on the road. Nothing goes your way. You don't get everything done. But the days that you look at your calendar and think, okay, I have a lot to do, but I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to get it done with ease and grace. I'm going to enjoy my day no matter what. Those are the days that the lights turn green. Everyone is helpful. Fun songs come on the radio. You're doing your one-minute meditations at the traffic lights, and you're raring to go, crossing things off left and right. So do you see how your mindset has so much to do with it? You're really telling the universe how you want it to go. The universe wants to help you, but if you send out that low vibe, you're going to get that low vibe back. If you send out that high vibe, that's what's coming your way. And, you know, one of the things that we don't even know, we don't even know that we're in the low vibe mode. You know, we have picked up such, you know, we have picked up such phrases in our pop culture uh, here in this country that we don't even know that we're doing that. I mean, one of my favorite, not so favorite phrases when everybody on the planet was saying, duh. I mean, do you remember? Right, Allie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was it was like, what are we just saying there? Well, I think it's all about awareness, just like everything we talk about, being aware of it and starting to listen to yourself. And it's even what you're thinking in your head. It's not, it doesn't always have to be what's coming out of your mouth. So I always tell people if something comes out of your mouth and it gives you a yuck feeling and 
you feel low vibe from it and you don't like the way it sounded, stop, pause, and choose differently. Choose differently with what comes out of your mouth. Choose differently in your head. Whoops, I didn't want to say that. I didn't mean it like that. I choose a more positive approach and this is what I'm thinking or saying instead. And I'll even do that mid-conversation with someone. It sounds kind of silly, but if something comes out of my mouth occasionally that I don't feel good about, I don't ride it out. I don't, you know give up that chance in the moment to correct it. And I might say to somebody, wait, stop. That is not what I meant. That's completely not how I wanted that phrase to go. And I'm going to have a do over here. I'm just going to say it again. You know what? People appreciate that. People appreciate your level of awareness and that you're willing to step up and say, I made a mistake. That does not feel good. And I am taking a different route here. I think it takes a big person to be able to own up to that. I think it does. Uh, do you think we have to reach a level of pain in order for us to kind of get this? I mean, I, I, I know that, you know, th- this happens a lot for people that they really have to hit some kind of bottom in order for them to realize, wow, there is a way to go up. But hopefully in your work, people don't have to crash and burn. Right? I don't think they do. I don't think that there is there has to be a rock bottom for something like this. I think it's if you decide to be more aware of your language and what comes out of your mouth and the feelings you have and the feelings you give people, you can start right now. There's no reason to wait. There's no reason to spend one more day being unaware of how you sound. Start now. Become more aware. Decide to be aware. You do not have to wait. You know, let's talk for a little bit, if we could, about the the realization of this being your life purpose, if we could. And the reason I think it's really important for us to chat about that is because we've now mentioned a couple of times your fabulous best-selling book, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom. So you're talking with us, not just because you don't have anything better to do, but because you really get that we could be at a place that is so much better than where we are. And I want to talk about this. You know, your book title, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom, is fabulous. I mean, doesn't it say it all, really? I mean, have you had any any mom say to you, oh, I don't understand what you're saying, Allie? No, because everyone that's a mom has felt like a hot mess at some time or another. <laughs> and not just moms, for anyone out there. I mean, everyone's felt like a hot mess, I right? Know. Like, please tell me I'm not alone here. No, you're not. You know, everyone has those moments where they just don't have their stuff together and they feel like everything's kind of falling apart around them. And that's when we have the opportunity to give ourselves love and give ourselves care and put it back together a better way. And that's sort of the story of my life is... It's almost like I didn't realize what a hot mess I was until I wasn't anymore. Once I started truly loving myself and truly caring for myself and feeling so good and so confident and making better decisions and choices and spending time in meditation, and I got to such a good place, I kind of looked back. It's like in your rearview mirror, and I'm like, I can't believe that's where I was. So it's almost like until I was out of it, I couldn't even see how far in it I was. I love this because, you know, see, it's got to be somebody like you that does this, though, Allie. See, it's got to be somebody like you that not only gets it from, you know, a skill point of view, uh, but gets it from a, a, a point of view of thriving. See, this is isn't this what we're talking about. For those of you out there, you know, you don't have to be rock bottom to really get what we're talking about, what Allie's talking about. This is for people who want to also maybe life is great for you. 
But maybe you want to make some changes in your life. Maybe what you want to do is raise the level of your participation and contribution in the world. I mean, you don't have to be down and out to do this, right, Allie? I mean, these Not are tools all. for everyday life. These are tools for everyday life. And you know what? No matter how high you are, you're never done. Like no. I always tell people, you're never done becoming your best self, okay? Like we we make progress all the time, but you're never finished. You're never like done learning and practicing meditation. There's always more. There's always more to learn and ways to grow and improve and more books to read and more conversations to have and more time to enjoy in stillness and quiet. You're never finished. And you you start where you are, you know? And so people are starting at all different levels and this journey looks different for everyone and there's no right and there's no wrong. It's personal. You don't have to report to anyone. You don't have to tell anyone what's going on in your head unless you want to, if that makes you feel better than you certainly can, but you don't have to. This is a personal journey. These are self-help techniques. So I teach people tons of tools all the time, and then they have to decide what feels right for them and make it their own. Well, I love it. Allie Katz joining me here today. We're going to take a short break. Boy, we've got so much to talk about. And don't forget, at the end of the show, or in our last segment, actually, um, Allie's going to take us on an amazing meditation. Because this is not just a show about talking about how to do this, but experiencing it. And, you know, when we come back, we're going to talk about love. This is like one of my favorite and least favorite things to be reflecting upon per- personally. But that's because I don't have the tools that many of us uh, have learned. You know, what is it that's out there that makes love, self-love, especially so hard? And so someone said to me the other day, you know, Pat, I gave it the office. Well, Allie's going to say, that just isn't good enough. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's been a long day without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again We've come along Tune in to Prescience Life Radio with host Mia Simone. Mia is devoted to sharing her extensive knowledge on the invisible worlds of energy. Join Mia and discover the science of intuition and connect with your greatest gift. Start living in your potential today and every day by opening up to the power of inner knowledge. To learn more about Mia, visit presciencelife.com. Tune in to the hit show Masters Chambers with your trusted friend, Connie Fife. Mondays, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Each week, Connie will connect you with the best of the best thought leaders from around the globe to share their strategies and best practices. Getting better together. To book Connie, visit ConnieFifeSpeaks.com. Hey 
everybody, welcome back. So great to have all of you joining us here again. We love it. Transformation Talk Radio, The Dr. Pat Show, TransformationRadio.fm. Live More Radio with Allie Katz, Stress Less, Live More. We've got so many great shows that Allie is doing to help all of us, you know, rise above the day-to-day and to meet ourselves, as she says, for the first time. Meet ourselves for the first time. You know, what is it about what we do when we're out in the world looking at other people, looking for love outside of ourselves, you know, that we feel is so pressing in our lives. Is it's it so much so that sometimes we can make these relationships the number one thing in our lives and completely overlook that number one relationship with ourselves. So today we get to talk about self-love and self-care. Uh, and Ali, before we jump ahead again, please give people your website, uh, you know, and let folks know how to get a copy of your book as well. Awesome. Okay, so you can find me at livemoreradio.com. You can sign up for my weekly inspirational newsletter there. And you can also get a copy of my book, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom, on Amazon. And it's available in Kindle version and also in paperback. Amazing. Thank you. Okay, so, you know, what do you think about, like what I said, about, you know, looking at where we look on the outside to get love. You know, we look in the eyes of other people, you know, we are in search, whether it be on online dating, it doesn't matter. We're in search of something outside of ourselves. And yet we're talking about self-love. So what is it about self-love that makes most of us, you know, and I'm not going to say everybody, but makes people have this love-hate relationship with it? You know what I mean? Well, I do. I think that um, a barrier that people have to overcome is being comfortable celebrating themselves and what they love about themselves. It's so easy for people to jump to the negative more than the positive. So I encourage everyone listening to make a self-love list. Take a couple minutes when you're alone, put on a song that you like, sit with a blank piece of paper. No one has to see this when you're finished and simply write a list of everything you love about yourself. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate all the wonderful qualities you have and your characteristics and what you bring to the world, all your gifts. And once you do, it's not so scary. You know, people think it's like a bad thing to, it's cocky or it's bragging or, you know, I believe in celebrating all the good things about ourselves. And so if you do it in private and you make a list that you can crumple up and throw away if you want, you can certainly do that. You can also save the list if you're having a bad day. Bust it out and read all the great things about yourself. You know, how has this journey been for you? Um, It's been exciting because... The farther along I get on my path and the more I work on self-love and self-care, the more I like myself and the more I realize, hey, I'm really great. And I want everyone to have that experience of getting to a place where they truly, truly are in love with themselves. Because the more you love yourself, the easier it is for other people to love you. If you're closed off to yourself, how are you going to be open to someone else? So you really have to love yourself first. 
Well, we're not. I mean, you know, the point is that, you know, we're not going to be able to be open, you know, to the outside world, to other people. And we're certainly not going to be able to listen and hear and get close to people. I mean, this is really part of the conversation. And actually, this is a big part. You know, somewhere along the line, I started to think about the quality of these relationships that we get to have, right? And it's not that we're saying that people don't have relationships with people, whether it's your boss, your loved one, your children. It's not that you don't have a relationship with them. But if we are so busy and we're not learning how to love ourselves first, then all of the things we are not to ourselves, we project on others, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or we might look for something in someone else because we don't feel that we have it in, within. And if we, you know, cultivate what we need to inside, we aren't always looking elsewhere. We're, we're choosing nourishing relationships that really feel good, not settling for a relationship that doesn't, whether that's an intimate relationship with someone, a friend, it can be anything, but you really um, get in touch with what feels good to you when you love yourself. You know, a couple things that I think are really important in what you share today and what you talk about is this idea of celebrating ourselves. And let's talk about this for a minute. Um, You know, there are things that we can learn along the way in our own behavior, Allie, right, that would demonstrate where we are in the, you know, on the self-love continuum. Uh, celebrating ourselves is, is one of the places that we usually don't go. We're really good at celebrating other people, other people's accomplishments, other people's results. Um, do you find that 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 idea of celebrating ourselves is difficult? I don't know. Haven't you ever met any people that don't even want to celebrate like their birthday? Yeah, and and why not? What you know, people should be able to celebrate you. So I um. You know, I think it's it really is a self-worth issue and it really is something that you just have to practice. You know, you have to believe that you are worth it. And like I said, people start in all different places. So this this can be really hard for some people. But once you have that level of awareness, if you make it important to you, then you will practice it more. And one I think the key is actually doing some of these techniques for self-love and self-care. Um and seeing how it feels. And when it feels good, you're motivated to keep going. So it's just starting. Starting's the hardest part. Once you keep, once you go, you want to keep going because you realize how much better you feel. I had a really funny experience last night and I want to just share a little bit about it. Um, you know, many of you have heard me talk about Linda, my best friend, and she's also one of our producers. And last night we were laughing, Allie, so hysterically, Right laughing so hysterically because Linda came across a little video of this little three-year-old and the video I think is called Linda 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 and she sent me this video of this three-year-old and he was talking to his mom who apparently is named Linda oh that's so funny I have to send it to you it was the most hysterical thing you've ever heard and so and so what Linda was saying she was saying you know what? This is how this is how you this is how it sounds when I talk to you sometimes. And she was so right. I listened to this thing and you know, only best friends could share at this level, right? This level of honesty. And I got to look at that and we both laughed hysterically 
over this kid. You know, Linda, 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 honey, three, this three-year-old saying that. Don't you think laughter plays a large role in some of the ways we can improve ourselves? I do. You know, oftentimes we take things really, really seriously. And yes, (laughs) some things are serious, but life should be fun and enjoyable and light at times. And everything doesn't have to be such a big deal. So if we can learn to you know, have enough confidence to just let some things go that don't really matter and not take things as personally and not make so many assumptions, then it's just more fun and more enjoyable. So we need to learn from kids around us and how much fun they're having and how they are not self-conscious. And we learn these behaviors. We are born as beings of love and joy and ease. We learn to be stressed. We're not born stressed. So we need to like unlearn all of these behaviors. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, now that I mentioned that video, now we're probably going to have to post that video uh, upon this show, doing this show uh, so that people have a reference to it. But isn't it fascinating, you you know, that we that I, I mean, when Linda showed me this video, right, and both of us are laughing hysterically. I completely agreed with her. I was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. And that is a moment of self-awareness. Now, the question mark is going to become, what am I going to do to look at that and say, okay, what are some of the things I need to change? What are some of the things I need to do differently? But but in the end, Allie, isn't it all about being able to learn some tools to help us come to a place of peace and joy so that we can laugh at ourselves a little bit, right? Yes, completely, completely. So I think that being able to laugh at yourself comes from a place, does come from a place of peace and a place of um, when you're rested, when you're feeling happy. You know, think about it. If you're in a crabby mood (laughs) because you didn't get enough sleep and you haven't exercised in weeks and you ate an unhealthy meal and you're just not in a good place, someone tries to make a joke about something and you just don't find it funny. You're just not in the mood. So if you take care of yourself, you can be a little bit lighter. You can find more joy and humor in things as they occur because you're in a better place. I love it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Allie is going to guide us through an experience to help all of us get to a place where we can rest better, where we can be more comfortable in our own skin and then be more of service to others in the world. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. and answer psychic radio show with clairvoyance Artie hoffman and sky siegel every thursday for a two-hour show 2 p.m pacific 5 p.m eastern time on transformation talk radio Artie and sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings visit artiehoffman.com and skyofangels.com
Wow, everyone, welcome back. What a great show. Um, Allie, thank you so much for sharing this because, you know, this really is the beginning place uh, for many people, many of us, right? To take a look at our lives, to take a look at how we show up in the world and understanding what self-love and self-care are, are very, very important because if we don't understand what they are and we don't understand how they influence who we become, we almost feel helpless and hopeless around changing our situation. So thank you so much for today and what you're bringing forth. And I'm very, very excited about what you're now going to lead us with. Yes. Well, I'm Allie Katz again, and I'm going to lead you through a meditation to connect with your emotions today. So I'd like everyone to get comfortable in a seated position where you're sitting up relatively straight, yet of course comfortable, and your arms hang comfortably. Your hands can be in your lap. You can sit cross-legged if you're somewhere that that is comfortable or in a regular chair with your feet on the floor. And you can begin by breathing in and out of your nose and just taking some deep, nice, cleansing, nourishing breaths, grounding yourself with your breath and connecting to this present moment. And I invite you to notice the sensation of the breath coming in and out of your nose. Noticing how it is cool as you breathe in and warmer as you breathe out. And then you can notice the sensation of the breath in your chest, how when you inhale, your ribcage expands, and when you exhale, it contracts. Really allowing yourself to be with that sensation. And then moving to the rise and fall of your belly. How when you inhale, your belly rises, and when you exhale, it falls. And you can bring your awareness to the sounds around you and any physical sensations you feel going on in your body. Just being present with them. Every day that we go through life, we experience a full range of emotions. So I invite you to notice what feeling is present for you right now. Do you feel calm, restless, bored, happy, sad, worried, excited? or neutral. Perhaps there is one emotion that feels really strong for you right now in your awareness. So I invite you to explore that and label it. Notice if your mind immediately 
notes it as positive or negative. Do you have a tendency to cling to it or push it away? Or can you simply be with it and explore it? If at any time you feel overwhelmed by an emotion, you can always return to your breath. And continue to explore this emotion. What physical sensations are present? Do you notice a tightening anywhere or softening anywhere? Where is it in your body? Breathe into this space. Are you analyzing or going into story or judgment? If so, it's okay. Be kind to yourself and simply note this and return to the experience of this feeling where it is in your body at this moment. As we go about our days, we want to give ourselves permission to really feel our feelings and experience them. Because our emotions bring attention to important things and they demand attention and deserve attention. We can explore them with a curiosity and openness as we learn to let go of judgment and just reach for awareness. So I invite you to be aware of emotional experiences as they arrive and be with them fully present. You can take another nice, long, deep breath and wiggle your fingers and your toes. Notice more of the sounds around you. And when you feel ready, you can slowly open your eyes. How'd that feel, Pat? Wow. I'm so glad we saved these for the end of the show. (laughs) Because it, what happens is it takes us to a whole, a, a, a whole different, a different dimension, where time literally stops. And what I mean by that for for me is what stops is the pressure that we feel from time. Some you know in some of our days, where we're thinking about what that next thing is we're going to do, and we rarely take a moment to experience the minutes that we're in so that we can be more aware. You know, one of the things that's that people are talking about now, Allie, which is so incredible, is the fact that because of what you and I talked about today during the show, you know, because of the increase in technology, that people are really yearning how to pay more attention to information that isn't coming from a technological device, but it's coming from within. You know, that, you know, whether we call it intuition, whether we call it guided awareness, folks are thinking now that in the busy world we live in, it's not possible to make decisions that are completely based on data and logic. And well, and, uh, so, talk, yeah, yeah, go ahead. 
You know, it really is um, about listening to your internal guidance system yeah, and really making decisions that are good for you by practicing paying attention to, mm-hmm. I call it your yums and your yucks. And I mentioned that a little bit before in that um, if you make a decision or you commit to something, you can feel in your body if it's a yum or a yuck. If your body is jumping for joy and ecstatic and happy and having that feel good feeling inside, if that makes sense, that's a yum. That means, yes, this is a good decision for me. If you say you're going to do something or share an event or volunteer for something or take on another project at work that's going to overwhelm you and you get sweaty palms and you can't breathe and you feel short of breath and you have a knot in your stomach or you sweat, that's your body telling you no, not a good move for you. It's like if a GPS starts beeping, wrong direction, turn around. So when you become, we often get confused in our head. So when we feel confused, we can notice the sensations of our body and let our body guide us because our body is really smart and we pay attention to those signs and we can use them along the path of life to make good decisions for ourselves. I love it. Allie, thank you so much for today. I would love for you to take a minute again and tell people the best way that they can find out about you, about how to sign up for your newsletter and how to get a copy of your book. Awesome. Well, you can find me at Live More Radio. You can sign up for my newsletter there. You can find out about meditation classes because I teach via Skype and phone and in person in Houston. And you can also learn more about self-care and mindfulness coaching that I do one-on-one with people, which is amazing. And you can get a copy of my book, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom, on Amazon. So very easy. It will be delivered right to you. I love it. Allie, thank you so very, very much for all that you do. Uh, Thank you for joining all of us here. And much congratulations for you on the incredible book that you put together. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I have to tell you, Allie is amazing. And for those of you out there, we'll make sure you find out more about her and about the ways that you can practice self-care and self-love and learn how to change your life for good. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Live More Radio with host Allie Katz. Each month, Allie introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less. Live more. To learn more about Allie, visit livemoreradio.com. 